There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. As our former colleague, Ryan D. would like to say, it is Halloween the 8th. All right. Do you know who I'm talking about? Do you I remember do. who that is? Yep. Halloween the 8th. His Twitter has every day... Halloween the night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. since the beginning of the month. So he likes Halloween. Apparently, one would think. Yeah, a lot of those Halloween likers. It's a spooky month. And there are some spooky games. I mean, I'm personally looking forward to Thanksgiving. But some turkey games. (laughs) Wait, what are you looking forward to Thanksgiving for? Food and oh, okay. food and then you Battle, know, Battlefield coma, is the 19th. Then a coma. Battlefield is the 19th. All right, 19th. So food, Battlefield coma. <sighs> Battlefield food coma. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe that. Or food coma Battlefield. Yeah, well, it's something. Because food first. Yeah. Then you'll you'll get into a coma. You won't or, or maybe there'll be two comas in there. You never know. It depends. If you coma early enough, you can always go round two. Oh, yeah. That's down the road, though. Uh, There are things that are more pressing. Things that you could do right now. In the moment. Maybe you could play a new game. Or an old game. Or you could do nothing. Or listen to this podcast. Oh, yeah. We did skip the intro. (laughs) I think we did it last week, too. Oh, fuck. We suck. Um, I like how I loop you in there with me. This is the Gamers 2 Podcast, a weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. I mean, to be fair, I'm supposed to keep you in track. I'm untrackable. I'm like a stealth podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, JD hit a three-hour home run. That's good. Oh, my God. This isn't looking good for the race. This game, at least. yeah, for now it'll be over. The Rays will come back, put up six runs, and we'll all be wondering again. Anyway, playoff baseball is also happening. But hey, yeah, as Matt said, you could buy some new games. Yeah, do that. Games such as Alan Wake Remastered for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox. You played Alan Wake, right? We both- no. No, you didn't. Did not. thought you did. I played Alan Wake. Fun time. Uh, I played the original Prey. Is that is that relevant? No. Didn't they come out around the same time? 
It's Alan Wake and Prey. Aren't they the same studio? Control. Prey Alan 2, Wake, No. Prey 2 is still Arcane, I'm pretty sure. The first Prey. Arcane. Is it? The very first one? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Control's done by the same as Alan Wake, which is Remedy. I'm pretty sure. Unless it was like a lost planet or something. I don't know. Alright. I, I Alan Wake's one of those games where and I saw it and I was like, I don't know. what is this? I played it. What is it? Okay. Alright. My original assessment is valid. I enjoyed it. It was an interesting horror style game. Different combat, you know, you gotta shine a light on a monster in order to shoot it type of thing. Yeah, sounds like uh you know exactly what I want to do. Yeah, number two. <laughs> BPM bullets per minute for the PlayStation and Xbox. Number three, Hell Let Loose for the PlayStation and Xbox. Number four, Jet, The Far Shore for the PC, PlayStations. Number five, Rainbow Billy, The Curse of the Leviathan for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number six, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number seven already, apparently. Wasteland 3, Cult of the Holy Detonation DLC for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Oh, every time I every time I see Wasteland stuff, I wish Kenny and I had p- finished playing it, but it would have taken us so long. Such a good game. Number 8, Art of Rally for the PlayStation. Matt has seen me play that. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm to the point where I could potentially say whatever, and he's going to agree with me. I'm listening. I know. I'm just trying to think if you actually remember what game that is. It's the well, fucking the yeah. It's the one with the the stick figure people running around in the corners and stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, you know, can, I, know, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Isometric, two D. Yeah, yeah. They're like the weird fucking like a lot of drifting. Yeah, fluid motion stick figures who like run around when you go to come near the corners. Yeah. Who scatter wildly whenever I come yeah, to your corners yeah, because yeah. I'm going to kill them all. Yeah. But then you can like just go right through them and they don't seem to care. Yeah. Number nine, Age of Darkness. Final stand for the PC. Number ten, Far Cry 6. For everything, including Stadia and not the Switch. Gotta hedge those bets. Put the game on Stadia. Number eleven, and Luna technically, but I don't know why that's not listed. Number 11, The Lightbringer for the PC and Switch. Number 12, Moonglow Bay for the PC and Xbox. Number 13, New Warzone Season. So they already made back the $18 million that they got sued for. That's easy. Oh, got there's there's going to be something on that. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Number 14, Knockout Home Fitness for the Switch. There's a lot of jokes there. I don't, um, have any. I don't have any. <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> Number fifteen, Lego Marvel superheroes for the Switch. Number sixteen, Met- the best Marvel game. Lego Marvel superheroes. <laughs> yeah. The best Lego Marvel game, or the best Lego game? Which one do you want to sta- stand on your statement? Best Marvel game. Oh, Marvel game. Okay. Shots fired. Shots. 
fired. Pew pew. I think I agree with you. No, you don't. Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I was I was going back even older. Uh, oh, okay. Spider-Man's easily the best Marvel game, but then I was going I was going back to like Ultimate Alliance and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. But that's like before anybody would acknowledge Marvel, you know. Yeah. yeah. Number 17 Nintendo Switch, the OLED model. So if you wanted to buy a whole new console, there it is. Number 16, I forgot it. Metroid Dread is back from the dead and officially released on Nintendo Switch. And number 18, Tetris Effect Connected goes to the Switch. Yay for Tetris. I don't know. Woo. I don't know. We're getting into that season. Games are coming out. Yeah, who'd have thought? You can't delay them forever, game companies. They, they're trying, though. They're trying. Far Cry 6. Yeah, I'm looking, to play in, looking forward to playing that in this three-day weekend. Hell Let Loose came out. Also, it came out on PlayStation Plus. It's the free game. Oh, what are those? Double Drop. Yeah, so I I don't know, like that probably is a little boost telling. those rookie numbers. Yeah, I mean, well, it's telling, but so did Rocket League. So, like, I mean, you know, you know, hey, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad sign. Wow, that guy's got a mean mug. Who? Whoever this Boston pitcher is. Oh, Tanner Hawk. Yeah, Hawk Hawk. Hawk sounds right. I don't know if it's true. He also throws. I can't remember if it's him or if it's another one of their pictures. There's one of their pictures I really love how he throws because mm-hmm. uh, he's very. It's it's not like calm. It's everything's fine. The moment he starts, he oh Randy with his boots. <laughs> uh, he separates his the ball and the glove, and his arm goes obviously behind him, and all of that's kind of slow relative. And then the moment he starts to bring his arm back forward, everything hits like a 300% speed increase. And it's just, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I don't think it's him, but it's somebody on that team. And I'm like, I kind of love that. <laughs> Interesting. Hey, how you feeling about uh, numbers? Uh, I feel like evens. Even Steven. I'm going to go number one, you know, since I had a choice. Uh, according to Wall Street, and according to a Wall Street Journal analysis, Apple is generating more revenue from video games than the three console platform holders. Uh, the article cites Sensor Tower's estimate that Apple received $15.9 billion from the App Store during the company's fiscal 2019. Based on Apple's operating margin calculations, which were revealed during the Epic versus Apple trial earlier this year, the operating profit for the App Store was $12.3 billion that year. Uh, not that any of this matters, but the Wall Street Journal's analysis claims that Apple would have earned $8.5 billion from gaming, which it reports is $2 billion more than the operating profit generated during the same period by Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Activision. Huh. Doesn't that just, like, disgust you on some level? Oh, well, anytime we start discussing some people's finances, it, that just, I hurt inside. Yes. 
Yes. Speaking of finances, oh, rather, yeah. Actually, do we cover it at all? Which one? A while. Okay. Twitch. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't go into depth on it though, but we can. We don't have to go into too depth on it, but yeah. As yeah, I mean that's a lot of money though. That 15, is a lot of money for 15. Apple. Nine billion. For like an Apple video games related thing. Not Apple, but in general. Because, you know, they have money coming out of every orifice of their metaphoric body. So, mm, hold on. Let me, let me just skim back through this before I say what I want to say. Okay, so... Fifteen point nine billion. Yes. That they make from gaming. Yes. Or was it just gaming or was it According to Apple's generating more revenue from video games than the three console platform holders. Eight point five billion from gaming. Um App Store total was twelve point three. The fifteen point nine uh it's yeah, okay, the fifteen point nine is from the App Store total. The twelve point three was its operating profit, so its net profit, um, and then eight point five was just gaming from the App Store. Okay, so yes, I want another breakdown. Okay, what's the percent of that eight point five? Sixty. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you, Do you know what I'm going to ask? I don't know, but there is a percentage I do know. Okay. I either want the percent or raw number. Okay. Of the amount of that eight point eight point five billion that is from Apple made games. Thank you. It's zero for the people who aren't watching this, which no one's watching this because we don't record it. Hey man, you remember those <laughs> New Year's resolutions <laughs> for the last three years? Suck it. It's not it's zero. So zero percent is is yeah. They don't I don't either think I would made. say I would say either Apple made or Apple published. Yeah, I think it's zero. I don't think because they Because I think they published one. like remember that um hockey game? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the name of it was that was coming to Apple Arcade. I think technically they published it. Uh-huh. But that's the other thing. They're making eight point five billion dollars on all of not their stuff. Yeah. What's crazy to me was... Um, Just think about that for a second. Take a good pause. Think about how much money that is. How much money companies get fined. And that's Apple passively making that money. Yep. I mean, I, I would expect that to go drastically down after the recent ruling. Because, like... Yes, and I'd say yes and no. I drastically, I don't know about drastically. It will go down, I think so. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also a bunch of those companies that are just like, eh, we, we don't really care. It's yeah. more, it'd be more of a hassle for us to run a payment thing than Apple just cut us a check. Yeah. But if you're somebody as big as obviously Epic or like Blizzard's Hearthstone and all that stuff on there, or, you know. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and, I think it'll get caught in half, but that's just my like random ass opinion. I, I think half would be amazing to see, but. I don't know. We would. I'm probably more like a quarter. Okay. I'd, I'd love for you to be right. Because then it means they stuck it to the man. And they took the those, means. Those of, those corporate men stuck it to the other men. Right. And they took the <laughs> means of their own production back into their hands. Uh, 
When corporations fight, we all win. win? <laughs> I uh, think. Depends on the corporation. We all lose. Somebody loses. Slightly less? <laughs> yeah. I lose slightly less? Do I gain anything? No. Yeah. <laughs> Just interesting, though. Hmm. Let's put it this way. I would love to have a thing that I passively made $8 billion in a year from. Yeah, it's kind of when you think about it sometimes, it's one of those things when you like when you like let it just kind of like simmer and you think about it for a second, you're just like they are maintaining like they're providing maintenance and like a, a service that's like passive and they are making that's very passive because even if there was like a bug on one of their apps, mm-hmm. they would just have to go in and click a disable button yeah. and then tell the person that made it they need this. to fix this. Yeah. And then I'll re-enable you. And it's like... And they're making, it, like, games included, $12.3 and just, like, net. Pure profit, $12.3 billion. Billion dollars. Yep. Meanwhile, uh, we'll find them $18 million. Billion. So here's here's the fun part. This dollars. is the other, this is the other last last number thing about this. Yeah. So they made eight point five billion. The twelve point five billion obviously is a good number as well. It's more. That's how numbers work. What was the settlement from Blizzard? Epic? No, no, from Epic. Epic. Was it, it was 12? like six million or something I, I, like that? I it was like nine. Yeah. Wh- it was, whatever it was. It was a it was a v- insignificant. Yeah. Amount. So it was between six to twelve million. And they were like, oh, we suffered massive damages. They made $8.9 billion before that conversation started. <laughs> yep. What always blows my mind is like oh, the amount funny. of liquid cash Apple keeps on hand. Like most companies, they don't have a lot of like cash. Yeah. Like it's hard in, cash value, but it's in things. Yeah. Apple keeps. And this is not an exaggeration. I can actually give you the exact number because I just looked it up to be sure. But a very, very easy number to say and is extremely close. They they have $195.8 billion in cash. You know, for that fuck around and find out money. (laughs) Yes. Oh, hey, David Robertson, former Yankee. Went to the Rays. The Rays probably fixed him. Uh, went to the Rays after a few other stops, but yeah. Okay. All right. We spent too much time on Apple. Number two. Xbox has announced the addition of Apple. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Xbox has announced the addition of accessibility tags to the Microsoft Store. The new feature is already available to members of the Xbox Accessibility Insiders League who will provide feedback before tags are made available to everyone in the coming months. Tags will show the level of accessibility of a game so players know what's included prior to purchasing the title. Tags will include features such as narrative game menus, or sorry, narrated game menus, subtitle options, input remapping, full keyboard support, and single-stick gameplay, among others. There will be a total of 20 tags available. There will be certain criteria for developers to meet before they are allowed to have these tags included. For instance, subtitles will need to be a specific font size and have the option to be resized by up to 200%. Good forward move. I mean, Yep. Cool beans. 
Nothing like... I'm hoping the tags are actually... Because sometimes tags can be very broad. Mm-hmm. And while they are putting in 20 of them, I do hope they're they're detailed enough. So you could just look at it and go, okay, that does have the like the, the feature I'm looking for. Yeah. Like, It'd be oh, nice if, it did, if they did something to set it apart to like, make them like a, a fucking different color that that's the only thing that has that. Yeah. Either that or that do these and show me the like on some of the ones where it might be you need to see it mm-hmm. show me like because you know how to do the preview screenshots show me one of the screenshots with like one of them fully enabled so i would just have an idea that you're like okay this is what that one is mm-hmm. yeah like i don't need to see when it says your subtitle text goes up 200 percent. you can just tell me that that's fine yeah but sometimes with things that are color based you're like okay i need to actually see if those colors are different enough or shades shadings and stuff like that mm-hmm. yep sound the adaptive controller mm-hmm. i'm sure that'll probably be one like adaptive controller compatible or something yeah that would make sense which uh, is probably under the input remapping one yeah or like the single stick like they have a single yeah, stick thing so yeah, no. They yep. definitely probably have an adaptive controller thing. I just don't want to see eight tags for controller, like different controllers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. All right. Number three, Konami recently announced the action and shooting game contest, an indie developer competition that allows creators to make games based on Konami's IP. As reported by IGN, contestants have an opportunity to win a grand prize of $18,000. If the publisher wishes to commercialize a game submitted in the competition, it will invest up to $271,000 in its development. In addition to the funding, Konami will provide supervision, mentorship, localization, and promotional support. Konami gave contestants a list of 80 games to base their new projects on, none of which I recognized. I was waiting for it to be like Metal Gear, and you're going to just be like, everybody's about to try to make a Metal Gear game. (laughs) It's just a bunch of obscure games that... Probably all their old ones that have just been existing. They're like, we're wondering if any of these are even worth bringing back. Let's make the community figure it out. I don't want to pay my guys to do it. Yep. Which I'm okay with, because like... I guess it, I'm assuming when they, they, based on the funds that they're providing and stuff, like they're talking indie indie as in like someone, like a a single guy or like. Yeah, or when, they're, when they're saying that we're going to spend $270,000 to fund it. Yeah. Then you're talking like one person team. Yeah, maybe maybe three or four at most. Like, Yeah, that, and that's like three or four at most with the idea that you guys have a year to get it out. Yeah, so. Interesting stuff. Number four, as most of you are probably aware, Facebook had a little bit of an outage this week. Some say a little, some say a lot. Some say not enough. you damn right they do. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, all, by the way, Facebook properties, uh, their back-end services and tools were down for about six hours. As told to me multiple times on Twitter and Reddit. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about how it affected games. The most obvious example is the Facebook-owned Oculus, which has required new users to have Facebook accounts since 2020. Specifically, October of 2020. Oculus confirmed via Twitter that, quote, some people, 
quote, <laughs> what do you mean some people, were <laughs> having account, <laughs> were having trouble accessing apps and using their headsets during the outage. Although this was identical to the general Facebook statement. So no shit. Yeah. So when they said some people, that meant everyone. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Some people, a.k.a. 98% of our ecosystem. Yeah. Maybe two people that were 2% that were devs. Yeah. <laughs> which don't need them at that point. Uh, games companies that allow users to log in with their Facebook accounts rather than registering one specific to the game were also affected because, obviously, yes, both Electronic Arts and Niantic acknowledged the issues experienced in FIFA Mobile and Pokemon Go. Facebook said the outage was due to issues caused by, quote, configuration changes on the backbone routers that coordinate network traffic between our data centers, end quote. You know what that tells me? Someone got fired. Oh, for sure. For sure. A um, couple things. So let's uh, let's go with the... I'm also curious because that when that happens, that also kills Facebook gaming. Yep. Which means entire creators lost their, a day's worth of revenue. Mm-hmm. And everything else that obviously goes on in Facebook. But, yep. Uh, Instagram. All your Instagram influencers lost a day worth of revenue. Uh, what was it? Um, $8 billion, I think, is what Zuck lost from the outage. Still not enough. Uh, I agree. But, I mean, hey, that's, you know, what Apple made in gaming. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let's keep stacking those numbers up. Just, like, how ridiculous. The I think the worst one is WhatsApp going out. Uh, because while we, as a country, don't use WhatsApp that much, I think, it is... Like I think somebody had a chart that it's like the predominant and or only messaging app around like the remaining eighty percent of the world. Yep. So it's like okay, now that that's gone, a modern technology that was making it easier for a bunch of other countries to all communicate is now just dead. I love that. Uh, I I loved like how just all encompassing the outage was too. Uh. They didn't have access to any of their backend tools. They couldn't even get in the fucking building. Their key cards weren't working. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so do we just uh, break into our own building to fix this? Yeah. So yeah. Fantastic. Fuck it. Just break the door. <laughs> I think we can afford a new one. We've already lost two billion. What's the door? <laughs> <laughs> Zuck standing outside with a hammer. I hate this place anyway. <laughs> uh... I was excited though. Yeah, I was pretty thrilled. It actually like it's fun to watch. Yeah, it was for like me who has no skin in the game at all. Yeah, except to hope that it died. Yep. Uh, I almost like this is like kind of cruel, but I was like low key hoping for a hack because I was like, oh, I'd love some juicy Facebook stuff. Like, well, speaking of juicy Facebook stuff, yeah, you know, I'm sure you've been around the block this week. Are we talking about Twitter? No. Our, our Twitch. No. Oh, what's now? What's going on, on Facebook? The giant leaker that was all testifying on Congress and was oh, on yeah, 60, yeah. 60 Minutes on Sunday yeah, yeah, yeah. because this happened the day after. Yeah. Yep, 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 so yep. everybody was like, let me put my tinfoil hat on real quick. And mm. uh, ooh, she set some things off. I was like, she didn't set shit off. No. no. But it was all good coincidence at the same time. Yeah. And like. I, it was interesting, but it wasn't juicy enough. No, no, it real. It was evil shit. Like the fun part is when when you and I say juicy. Like the story she had, mm-hmm. the leaker that is. Yeah, 
was juicy for Congress and juicy for news sites. And, yeah. and I put news sites in air quotes. Uh, with anybody that has half of a brain. Or uh, uh, what is what did Tucker Carlson call those people? Um, anyone who has any common sense or decency wouldn't believe me, is I think the quote he used. Uh, so anybody that has any half a brain, some common sense or whatever, everything that that person said in, as a leak is like, yeah, obviously that's been ha- that's been happening for years, but nobody bothered to say anything. And Congress, yeah. Congress gets to have the moment of like, what? What yeah. do you mean it's been happening? Like. Like you don't know, you fucking... like, tell me. Yeah, tell me you don't know. Tell yeah. me you haven't made money off of a bunch of that. Come on. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's why it's, it's always just so funny. Bolshevik. Uh, You're saying it for years. I'm up next, aren't I? Number five. Years. Yeah. Number five, Universal Studios Japan has teamed up with the Pokemon Company to work on a new addition to the company's theme parks. The Osaka-based park is set to gain some kind of Pokemon-themed attractions, similar to the existing Super Nintendo World. Multiple projects are already underway that will create, quote, innovative Pokemon entertainment, end quote, for fans and guests. The first of these projects is scheduled to appear in the park by the end of 2022. So I guess the moral of the story is, if you're a huge Nintendo fan or a huge Pokemon fan, take a trip to Japan. I would love to. Yeah. But I'd like to see a Gundam. Gundam. You, yeah, but you want to see it when it's attacking a city. I mean, sure. I'm not saying no. I want to see some G Gundam action. Uh, everyone just go watch G Gundam. It's It's priceless. I don't even know what that is. Oh my god, I'm going to show you fucking... Google Tequila Gundam. Tequila Gundam? Tequila Gundam. Yes. Or Mummy Gundam. So the premise is... (laughs) The world's basically destroyed itself. There's colonies in space. But they're all like Neo-America, Neo-Japan, Neo-Germany. They're all like colonies of the yeah. countries that were on earth and they each send a gundam to earth every like certain amount of years for the gundams to battle each other for control over all the other colonies so whichever country ends up standing at the end and wins the tournament becomes like the ruler for like the next like four years or something like that but each gundam this is old anime so each gundam is like a super like racist cliche of like that country oh, like a super trope like the mexican gundams tequila gundam that makes sense yeah it's it's so like it's so good <laughs> <laughs> uh, i like i i like the concept just like yeah screw it gundams to figure out who's the supreme leader <laughs> dude the american gundam has pistols first off like but, Wild Wild West style dual pistols. Yep. Revolvers. But, yep. But also, he uh, looks like a football player, but then the pad, like the pads and air quotes on yeah. his shoulders, come off and go on his hands, and then he looks like a boxer. Oh, interesting. Anyways, that little side note there went, went off. <laughs> Number six. Randy Pitchford is stepping away from his duties at Gearbox Studio to concentrate on other parts of the company. He hands the role of president for the Borderlands developer to Steve Jones, who leaves his previous role 
As Chief Technology Officer, Jones has worked at Gearbox for 22 years and was a and was technical director on the first two Borderlands games. Randy Pitchford will be focusing on his duties as CEO and president of Gearbox Entertainment. He also becomes president of Gearbox Studios, a newly formed division that uh, will handle the company's efforts in the TV and film space, a la the new upcoming movie. Bingo, bango, bongo. bongo. I don't want to leave the Congo. That's fair. Oh, no, 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 no. That's fair. That's fair. You know what I forgot? Fallout 4 Radio and how good it was? No, never forget that. Um, I forgot that Embracer Group owns Gearbox. Yes. Speaking of Embracer Group. Remember their uh, new like European rival, Kepler, or something like that? I don't. But... We talked about it at one point. Okay. They got a. There was like Kepler or Kipler or Kim. Not it Kim, sounds some. Not, not yeah. Kimler. Sounds familiar. <laughs> it's too close to something else. Uh, got a giant influx of money from NetEase. Uh, okay. It's like oh, China. <laughs> yeah. There's a. It... <sighs> Let it go, man. Let it go. Okay. China. You can't play games, but we can make everyone else in the world pay for games and take their money. Um, Number seven. Electronic Arts has hinted at a potential rebranding of its iconic FIFA series. In a recent press release discussing the launch of FIFA 22, the company said it is, quote, Exploring the idea of renaming our global EA Sports football games, end quote. The publisher also said it is reviewing its naming rights agreements with FIFA, which is separate from its other football-adjacent partnerships and licensing used in the games. You got a hot take on this? You got a, You got any feelings either way? I don't way? know what they would name it to, so that's why I'm like, I, I'm like, what do you want to name it? Soccer? Just piss off Europe? Uh... Like, I don't, like, what are you trying to rename it to? Uh, you know what I mean? I think they're just trying to get away from FIFA, and they'll keep their, like, licensing agreements with the teams and stuff. Yeah, but they're going to... You still name the game something. I don't know. Fucking worldwide football or some the generic w- ass the WWF. Oh, yeah, that's true. You couldn't go for that either. <laughs> the fucking... Panda, Pandas are gonna come at you. The panda entities are gonna come after you. <laughs> like, like that we both immediately just associate <laughs> the World Wildlife Federation with yeah. fucking pandas. Uh, classic. Um Yeah, I, I don't know. EA kills me. I have a hard time like not EA Sports. Not looking at every press release they do and everything they do, period, as like just spitting on it. Just shit. Like they are fishing for reactions from the public on this so yeah. they can gauge whether like they can break away from FIFA and not have to pay a, someone some money. It it's almost like you could have uh weekend of Bernie's meme. <laughs> hey, hey, look at this guy. He doesn't want to be called FIFA anymore. Yeah. See, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Number eight. Developer Eidos Montreal, it's actually, no, it's just Eidos, isn't it? Has announced that it's Montreal Studio and Sherbrooke Studios have developed. Fucking, oh, God. Eidos announced that it's Montreal and Sherbrooke Studios have implemented a four day work week. The company said that the change is part of its aim to improve work life balance towards, quote, the embodiment of the studio's values, building a healthy, creative and sustainable work environment for our employees end quote the rays gonna raise told you they gonna raise i like it i like a four day work week yeah i mean i i'm i'm curious on the f- four day work week thing i we i i missed out on it because i started my new job too late but they did a four day work week uh, last summer because it worked out with COVID where they were like, you know, COVID's happening. Uh, we're slowing down. So we're just going to, we're going to pay you guys for the full week, but we're only going to have you work four days and we'll, we'll like, you know, do some schedule flip flopping. Right. And like, I'm genuinely curious how that is because like, I, I think that, there would be a little bit of a weird, like a transitional period, but I think overall you would get four harder working, like four days of of workers working harder. Then, you know, it'd be a net, uh, roughly a net gain, or it would be a wash. I think. I think you'd be minimal net gain mostly. 
yeah, like a minimal net game, or it would have no effect. So like there, the, it would it would be a positive for yeah. A for, no effect is still technically a positive. Yeah, exactly. Because um, more than anything, oh my God, we're on the same page about something, guys. Fucking nuts. You better <laughs> pull all your money out of the bank right now. Uh, Things are gonna go crazy. Uh, yeah, it's so my my favorite part of of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um was the split that I was doing at one point where I was three three days in, two days out. Because mm-hmm. it was like it was nice to be able to just be home for some days, but then still have the the breakup of yeah, I can go into the office. Yeah. Um at the Which, same time I mean there's positives to that too, because like you get you can get more work done at home certain types of work. Yeah. You can get more of it done at work at home than you would be able to at like, you know, on site. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, I just want to be able to just kind of relax and not yeah. be, you know, on. Mm-hmm. And not that my work my work isn't stressful or anything, but it's just like yeah, it was it was a nice thing to and I'm not in a position where I'm in like a bunch of Zoom calls and meetings constantly. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing the old hey, I got my sweatpants on, but I'm wearing a dress shirt like I'm not doing anything like that where my cameras are on or anything. So it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I just wake up and do my stuff. I don't need to like be there. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, if I need to be there, I go in and I'm, and I'm there. Yeah. But having the option was just so nice. Yeah. It also allows for, you know, it saves you money. Mm-hmm. Me specifically, at least. Yep. I don't have to commute at that point. So that saves me gas. I wouldn't have to, you know, Everything at that point now. I'm I'm lunch at home. I'm whatever. If if I had a delivery or something where I needed to like run out quick and do something that was quick like local, like oh I gotta take care of some mail or whatever, it's just easier because I'm here. And it's like oh it's five minutes. Whatever. Yeah. Yep, yep. On board with that stuff. Now into some juicy news ish. Juicy. Not really juicy. Just never mind. Interesting. Um, the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing is objecting to a proposed settlement between Activision Blizzard and the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, according to Axios Stephen Totillo. Totillo posted scans of the DFEH filing and the Activision Blizzard EEOC court case. I fucking love this. Uh, that raised objections to the Paris Agreement. Um, the Department of Fair Employment and Housing says the settlement would involve employees releasing Activision Blizzard from claims under California state law, even though the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission has no standing to prosecute those violations. And also said the deal's design would undermine its own lawsuit against the publisher, which it filed in July. I am about this shit. They're like, don't this let is, these motherfuckers off the hook. This is what we said. Yes. We literally said California has to be pissed. Yes. And take a guess. California's pissed. Yeah. Like, nah-uh-uh. Nah-uh. $18 million pocket change to these motherfuckers. What are you, what are you, we gotta get you trying to help? You trying to help them? Huh? You yeah. trying to help them? You know, I'm going to come after you, too. You know, you're both in my sense. Both of you. I don't know what I'm coming at you for yet, but I'm not happy with you. They did basically call them out on their shit, though. They yeah, said, yeah. you you, <laughs> you don't have the power to do this. You you know, you know, stop, stop. No, no. No, uh, no, no. I say who gets the cookies. 
my cookies, motherfucker. My cookies. <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> Don't fucking touch my cookies. I will end you. Uh, if you so much as look at another one of my cookies. Uh, Blizzard, Activision, just be better. Please. Own up. Please. Own up. Pay out. Be better. Number 10. Microsoft has agreed to extend its right to repair options following pressure from shareholders. In a response to a shareholder resolution, Microsoft has pledged to increase consumer options for repairs by the end of 2022. They have agreed to complete a third-party study evaluating the environmental and social impacts associated with increasing consumer access to repair and determine new mechanisms to increase access to repair, including four Surface devices and Xbox consoles, like allowing multiple USB ports. Whoa. Whoa, hey. Expand the availability of certain parts and repair documentation beyond Microsoft's authorized service provider network. And initiate new mechanisms to enable and facilitate local repair options for consumers. I'm all for right to repair. I just, I do want these companies to be, you know, hey, you have the right to repair. At the same time, you can't sue us or complain when you do it wrong. Yeah. Which is why they took away the whole right to repair. Yeah. Because people were being stupid. Yep. I mean, that's part of it. I think part of it, too. The documentation part I'm interested in. Well, because, like... the other part of it where they want money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if, like, they... Like, that's kind of the stuff that irritates me more than anything else. And, like, Apple's big on this. On top of all the other terrible shit they do, the one thing that kills me about them is, like... They have these like they usually have things that are like traps essentially that you don't you don't know about because they don't tell you uh, that like you know you try to repair something and they're like ah you got to do this weird fucking half ass thing where you spin three times to the left touch your nose and then stick your finger up your butt and then you know you're good. I see you too have also fixed an iPad before. <laughs> uh, it's just annoying like the documentation like if if they provided. I think that should be a big part of the right to repair. Maybe it is. I haven't really followed that closely to where, like, they can't, like, withhold, like, too much of the, like, repair thing, documentation or procedures that are crucial to repair. Like, obviously, it's proprietary and patented and, like, you're trying to protect your intellectual property, whatever, but. Yeah, I don't need, like, entire inner workings. It's more yeah, like, hey. I don't need your fucking schematics for your shit i just need like you know how do you dissemble this you know whatever whatever and, and even then now a lot of the apple stuff they're making it so you literally couldn't replace it anyway yeah yeah like oh no everything's just soldered on so yeah. the serial number part is really like that's such a who motherfuckers anyways um, number 11, streaming website Twitch has been attacked by an anonymous hacker. Uh, the hacker shared a 125 gig torrent link to 4chan on Wednesday, as reported by VGC. The purpose of the leak was to, quote, foster more disruptive and compliant competition in the online video streaming space. Disruption, actually, was the word that I should have said. Foster more disruption in competition in the online video streaming space as their community is a disgusting, 
toxic cesspool, end quote. An anonymous company source told uh, VGC that the leak is legitimate and that Twitch is aware of the security breach. Data includes the site's source code and details on creator payouts were leaked, as well as information on the company's mobile, desktop, and console clients. Information to, related to Twitch's other properties were also shared, including IGDB and CurseForge, and an unreleased Steam competitor that Amazon is reportedly making known as Vapor. Real fucking original, guys. We've known about Vapor before, though. Yeah. Vapor. They've, that's been hinted for years. Yeah, it pops up. There was a literally a thing, I think it was a few years ago, we talked about called Code Dave Vapor, and you're like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, of course it is. Mm-hmm. Wonder what they're doing with the code name Vapor. Oh, Steam, <laughs> obviously. Uh, any juicy stuff you wanted to talk about as far as what uh, was leaked? Nothing too juicy. Um, I didn't dig through the torrent file. I think uh, it's like I don't like I'm not judging what people are making. No, I'm I'm all for what people I are found making. it really fascinating. I found it extremely fascinating. Like I would not have expected uh Bruce to make as much, but like once you like think about it, like he has, he has a very loyal and he fan has, base. He has a whales. And they subscribe like crazy. Yeah, like I mean gift subscriptions. He might only have six hundred people watching, but the people in there will drop three grand in subscriptions and not think twice. Yeah. Whereas, like, some people who I would think would make bank, you know, weren't as far as subscriptions go. Yeah. Or so bits or whatever. The the big chart that's out there is the top 100 earners on Twitch determined by Twitch payouts to them from August of 2019 until now. And that Twitch payments include subs, bits, and that's it. Do they, they don't include yeah. uh, like any contract stuff with Twitch? Not in that part, I don't think, because okay. I'm almost positive Shroud's contract is more than what he made. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was one of the people where I was like, that's not as much as I would have thought. The same with Ninja. I'm pretty sure both are contracts. Mm-hmm. Like, they have exclusivity contracts. Um, so I think it's just the payment in those ways. Mm-hmm. And Bruce was at $1.3 over that time span. So roughly uh, two years. Or like two years and two months, yeah, roughly, and same with uh, Ray. And it's like, hell yeah, guys, go get it. Good for you. Just double played him. Oh yeah, no, hell yeah, so funny. Anyways, um, but yeah, it's just you know, one point three million in two years. You're like, oh yeah, I can see why you left. Mm-hmm. Go make bank. Obviously, yeah. it's not a. It's it is funny because you see, I think Bruce averages like six to eight hundred people or something mm-hmm. like that. The other and interesting makes that much money, but then Ray will be around three thousand people. Depends on what he's playing sometimes. Um, but it was also funny because there's a bunch of people that were like reacting like, "Holy shit, I can't believe it!" And it's like also at the same time, there's a lot of those streamers that just have their sub count on their screen. And even if you did rudimentary math where you multiplied that number yeah. by five and then took the half of it, you'd go, okay, I kind of have a rough idea if I do some quick math. Mm-hmm. You got to remind me after this of something I want to tell you about. Okay. Um, no, and uh, part of it too is like, I, I think it's kind of fascinating and I'm wondering if someone did like some sort of like psychological or sociology, social, soci- <laughs> someone did some studies. Um, 
like that that is a a good chunk of money like it's not anything insane but like a lot of these streamers you wouldn't like you wouldn't if you were watching them or like watching them interact with people you wouldn't think that they were like you know they're they're not they don't flaunt it they're not like they're they all seem relatively humble and like down-to-earth people so here's here's what i propose to you okay the kind of mod- nature of the the modern millionaire, yeah, where they've been around the nothing level, and yeah. they're kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like I, I'm not here to, f- I'm not. There's you still have your TikTokers that are going to go buy Lambos for absolutely no reason and then trash them and whatever. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those guys, I mean, specifically, especially in the Bruce and Ray scenario, mm-hmm. the two that I know the most, they're like, yeah, they're just two guys being dudes, yeah, you know. Two dudes being guys. Hey, you know what? Just do the thing. I stream the games. I do the thing. And it's like, yeah, obviously. And they're more than deserving of the money. They do great. I mean, Ray's murdered it. He has a whole company of merch that's great merch. Bruce is doing the same thing, building up their own brands. I love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've subbed to them before from just like whatever. I just find it funny that some people were like offended not that they were making that much money, but when they thought, when you think about it, this doesn't include all the donations. Like those guys are millionaires and still getting donated money yeah. or like quote and then like money constantly. In Ray's case, and Bruce is doing merch now too. Yeah, I think he did merch even from when he started. Like that not doesn't. Like he any... does, I think it's just merch through like the typical outlets mm-hmm. of like. He's partnered with somebody for yeah. some designs. We'll but use like Ray, Ray as an example. Yeah, Ray, like Ray owns has a whole merch company. Yeah, Ray has been very successful with his merch, and like that doesn't include that either. So like these are these are some pretty successful. People. Yeah, There's a full merch company, a full uh, whatever random other you know payments they're getting from anybody that has a sponsored stream or anything like that. Uh, regular donations slash tips slash. Uh, if you're shroud exclusivity contracts or, you know, they're, they're still hustling, even making that money and they're still killing it. Yeah. Um, and it's not fair if I don't do it, but a uh, frame rate merch.com is the name of Ray's site. That is frame rate merch.com. I have a tank top, a hoodie and two hats. Tank top tiger. It is not a tiger. It says bad at video games on it. Tank Top Master. It's a One Punch Man reference there. I didn't watch season two. It's all right. Season two was not as good as season one. We watched season one together. We did. It was a lovely time. A lot of tropes. Good time. I like like One Punch Man. One Punch. Exactly. (laughs) Good intro. It is a good intro. It's a very good intro. Because it's very similar to a Trogdor intro. Yeah. <laughs> are we ready for number 12? We are. You be soft. I be hard. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Jokes. I'm 12 again. Like the number of the story, Ubisoft has announced the next Ghost Recon game. Ghost Recon Frontline. It's a free-to-play, PvP-focused, first-person shooter with support for 100 plus players. Now stop me if you've heard this before. And I'll stop right now. 
Frontline will feature multiple game modes, but Ubisoft is specifically highlighting one called Expedition that will feature 100-plus players fighting as teams of three. <sighs> I've never oh, been done before. God. Players will need to work together to complete dynamic objectives on a massive open-world map set on an island called Drakemore, which is home to a variety of biomes. <gasps> Ooh, do we drop in? In Expedition, players are tasked with gathering and protecting intel, then surviving long enough to be extracted. Players will be able to reshape the battlefield, calling in vehicles, auto turrets, and dynamic cover, including on-demand sniper towers via airdrops. Frontline will offer a variety of player classes, known as contractors. Ubisoft hinted at three contractor types that will be available at launch. Assault, which offers great assault. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> That's really all it needs to say. Uh, which offers great sustainability in close-range fights. Support, which offers, oh, you guessed it, support. <laughs> Protection with fortification abilities. And Scout, which can... Scout ahead. <laughs> Recon areas to reveal and harass enemies. Ubisoft said the other... Quicker modes are coming to Ghost Recon Frontline as are additional contractors as part of a planned ongoing seasonal update model. Man, you guys heard of Battle Passes? For the free-to-play game. Ghost Recon Frontline does not have an announced release date, but players in Europe will be able to test out the game on Windows PC starting later this week, October 14th. Ghost Recon Frontline is coming to PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and streaming platforms, Amazon Luna, and Google Stadia. Uh, terms and restrictions, conditions may apply. Please Adam. see your store for details. Another one. Another <laughs> yeah, one. Add it to their list. And another one. <laughs> uh, so we talked about this downstairs. Yep. And I, I do want to rehash it somewhat for the people at home. Okay. I'm going to argue, and I'm not, I'm not going to argue, actually. Matt and I agree on this. Uh, I'm going to complain about one thing. Okay. And I'm going to let him complain about the other thing. Okay. The thing I'm going to complain about is I am sick and tired. You know what really grinds my gears, Matt? Oh, you know really snap. grinds my gears? It's raining sideways. Um, really grinds my gears is when you have a trailer announcement or any type of production level announcement thing or something where you have also somebody reading off, clearly reading off a prompter, hmm. which is fine. The prompter's fine. I don't mind people using a prompter. You almost should, so you have a script to follow and not stumble over what you're about to say. Mm -hmm. But quit putting the prompter in very weird spots. If you watch the announcement video for this, the person announcing it is clearly staring down and to the left directly into the prompter so they are reading it again that's fine because i'm pretty sure he's never read a prompter before to know to read himself ahead and then you know kind of only do the eye dart down to get where he needs to and go back to talking to like a public speaking so he's making sure he hits all his notes but that's fine if you adjust the camera for it just move the prompter next to the camera so at least he's looking at you. Then, maybe, and this is another, I'd have to actually like load that up into Adobe or something to get a grid. I am very positive, though, that he is to the right of the center line. That the shot is not centered on him. 
and that is infuriating to me. I noticed it uh, just right away. I yeah, was like, I mean, you're looking over here and you're standing over there. Why are you even in the shot? Go stand over there. <laughs> the, the way it's set up is like the he's clearly the focus of it. Like everything else in the back is blurred out. It's all got all the bokeh going on. And it was know? only him. Did you notice and that it too? Was, yep. The other two were fine. And it was and it was him. And like they skewed him like a tad to one side. But for, like, no good reason, no, it had was, no value, They were never popping right. in graphics on the left or anything mm-hmm. where it could have been like, okay, he's over here because we're going to put an info thing up that he's referencing on this side or anything. It was literally just like, oh, we screwed up and no one ever bothered to check it in post. Yeah. Then at the same time, and this is this is more of like a, I don't even know why you did it, but okay, Ubisoft, whatever. The They did a one couple second, like, film pan from his his front right kind of going towards the side of him, but it's clearly not on a gimbal because the camera is shaking by whoever's holding it as it's doing the pivot. And I was like, why'd you even leave the shot in? Yeah, it was just, it was awkward. The whole, like, honestly, the whole thing was, was awkwardly shot. Yes. I mean, the reading was like par for the course as far as like what you get from game developers. Yeah. Anytime that there's a, there, this is an announcement that we're going to say yeah. vague shit in and not de- give you details. Yeah, that was all, you know, status quo. It's just the shots, uh, the positioning. It was just it was just awkward, uncomfortable. Uh, my thing, my hill that I'd die on is that Ubisoft needs to chillax with the first person shooter, free to play PVP games. We have Hyperscape. Uh, Hyperscape. Because I knew you'd forget that one. Thank you. Uh, we have um, Heartland. On its way. Yep. X Defiant on its way. Um, I, there's another one too. I think isn't there? I mean, there's two Rainbow Six games on their way. Yeah, but, but extra, I, w- I guess Extractions like doesn't really count because that's or not Extraction. Uh, I mean, that is Rainbow Six on its way. Yeah, is it called Extraction? Uh, whatever it is, the there's, Plague one. Yeah, that one, which is kind of more like a Left for Dead. Yeah. Um, and now you have Frontline, and they all like. They're all slightly different from each other, but Ubisoft traditionally, like, all their games feel, like, very, very similar. So it's hard for me to imagine that they're going to feel wildly different from each other. Especially in these instances. Like, watching this game, it was almost painful because you're like, I can, there's no reason for this to exist. No, there really isn't. Unless you're literally looking for something this team to do. There's no reason for... Because they're so similar, there's no reason for all of them to exist. Yeah, and that was the thing that we said. Like, literally, you could put all these games, and it could be one game, and they all could just be different modes. Yeah. Literally, you could just call it, at this point, you could call it Tom Clancy. Yep. Because X Defiant is in Clancy's universe, Heartland is in Clancy. It obviously goes Recon as Clancy. Yeah. So you could have just called it Tom Clancy's Frontline. Yeah. And put all of them together. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> but alas, this pillow is, like, attacking me. Well, you fucking sat there with it. I'm just, like, I keep sliding down, too, which isn't helping. Um, <laughs> all right, enough enough of the Ubisoft hate, I guess. Um, That being said, looking forward to playing Far Cry 6. Yeah, same. When I get time. 
Uh, lucky number 13, Rockstar Games has confirmed that Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas are getting HD remasters. They'll be releasing a package called Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy, the definitive edition. The collection is coming to PC via the Rockstar Games launcher, PlayStation, Xbox, and the Nintendo Switch. Uh, It will come to iOS and Android in the first half of 2022, apparently. Uh, pricing and release date info hasn't been shared, but we did see it mentioned somewhere. I can't remember where that they will release it on consoles this year. Rockstar is removing the originals from digital storefronts on October 11th and October 22nd would be GTA three's 20th anniversary. So interesting development. Yeah. And Uh, it's been rumored to be, have been done for a while. Um, I think it's actually later on in here, but I'm going to bring it up real quick. I also saw another rumor about this prior to them officially announcing it, that uh, they were remade in Unreal Engine. That they're using Unreal Engine for the remasters. I'm I'm still curious how much of a remaster they are, that's all. Uh, I I think you're right. Just because you're using Unreal doesn't mean that you've changed enough of your your graphical assets. Rockstar did say that they are staying true to their original representation. Which, knowing Rockstar still doesn't tell me anything. No. That just might mean, hey, we didn't change any voice lines, even though stuff's offensive. No, what I think they did, though, is kept the visuals the same and just and just upscaled them. HD upscaled them. Yeah, which is like, yeah, I'm probably not going to care. Yeah, same. They did say, like, gameplay enhancements. I'm like, all right. Well, this which is... might just be smoother controls and shit yeah. from... I how guess. how janky some of the other stuff was. Like, uh, hey, now that we're in Unreal, stuff is going to be smoother, less snappy and jarry. Like, if you actually turn a car, it won't be, you know, like stutter turning. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Nice to have finally have uh, had that announced. Uh, hopefully it'll... I'm wondering when they're going to pop it out. Um, probably like November or December. They'll be like, ah, it's coming out. <laughs> oh, I don't know why it's so funny to me. What's that? Yeah, just, ah, it's coming. <laughs> ah, it's coming out. Uh, all right. Finally, the end. The end, which is the beginning, the alpha and the omega. Mm, questionable things that we didn't write paragraphs on. Number one, Xbox boss Phil Spencer has said that the shortage of Xbox Series X and S consoles will likely last well into next year. Ah, oh, man, Phil, who would have thought? Uh, number two, the International 2021. The International, by the way, is a giant, is the World Championship for Dota. Just to, you know. People I don't know. International 2021 tickets were canceled. The event is still happening, just not with an in-person audience. And apparently, <laughs> fake applause is pretty bad. Yeah. So I heard they have fake applause and it's awkward or something. I don't know. No, I'm sure. Number three, the Epic Game Store is getting a new achievement system called Epic Achievements. Wow. Hidden benefit. <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, they're platform-wide and more in line with their competitors' offerings. Because as we know, everybody chases those Steam achievements. Number four, Bungie is removing the Forsaken campaign and the Tangled Shore location from Destiny 2 for year five. 
They join Mars, EO, Titan, Mercury, and the Leviathan, and the majority of their associated content into the Destiny Content Vault. To the vault with you! Isn't that a ridiculous concept? Like, they're literally removing content from the game and be like, yeah, you can't play that anymore. You paid for that, you can't play that anymore. I get it only because I know what they're trying to manage. Yeah. And at some point, the thought is, yeah, we would just put it back. We're going to take that away. We'll do some development and stuff with it on the backside that you guys can't see, and then we'll release you a new, um, like a new Forsaken stuff specifically. Like, ooh, let's add new Levi, you know, new yeah. stuff to Mars or whatever. But it's like, yeah, it is kind of kind of feels shysty. Uh, number five, Diablo 4's new game director. Without the game even being around yet, is Joe Sheely. Shelly, Sheely. I'm going to go with Sheely. A longtime Blizzard veteran who previously worked as a designer on multiple World of Warcraft expansions before becoming a senior game designer on Diablo 3. Number six, TSMC claims some companies in the tech supply chain are stockpiling its chips. Whoa. <laughs> uh, number more rumors the Switch OLED dock supports 4K 60 FPS, even though the Switch does not. And GTA stuff and other things. So, yeah, hey, there it is. There you have it, folks. That's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been seven days. What you been up to? Uh, you know what? Not as much as I would have liked. Yo, I'll I tell you that, that much. I, I mean, I feel you. I feel you. Um, did I play New World last time I was on this show? Uh, you tried. I made fun of you for trying. Uh, I played New World uh, over the week last weekend, and I never um, saw you on. So. I made it up to level sixty. No, the leveling was pretty quick. Surprisingly, I think there's a soft cap. I yeah, think so you'll, done... you'll, you'll probably hit like a wall. In it I think there's a wall at, at like the somewhere between like twenty five and thirty. I think there's a wall. Oh, no, I would have guessed later than that. Okay. Well, I think there's like multiple, ra- you know what mm, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You're going to hit a wall, get yourself over the hump when you get to the next area, and then yeah. you'll go up again. And then, yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. Which would make sense because the starter area takes you from like 1 to 25. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I, I like it, I think. I think I like it. Um, I actually in- I enjoy the combat so far. Um, it's simple enough, but engaging enough. Um, I just wish I had more time to play it. Uh, I also played Hot Wheels Unleashed. Great game. I do have some weird complaints about it that are more of just like, I don't want, I don't know if balance is the right way to put it. Just like the difficulty scaling. Um, easy is too easy. There's easy, medium, hard. Uh, easy is way too easy. Medium. Uh, you can win, but if you like fuck up one time, you're screwed, which right. You have to be like on your game kind of, um, but it's like fun. Like the, to drive the tracks are great. Um, it looks amazing. Uh, it, I think it would be like a lot of fun for like a a group of friends to play together. Like 
just because like the antics you could have like in like screwing each other over and stuff like that. Oh yeah. It'd be really fun. And I think if you were playing with other humans and not the AI, it wouldn't be as like punishing. Punishing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's good. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to playing some PGA tour at some point. Cause that was a free game on PlayStation. I so badly would love to just, I I'd even come down to your house just to watch you play. And then just in the background, rip you apart. Yeah, just that's a normal day for us. Uh, and it looks like uh, he's got a uh, thirty yards to the hole. Milo, what do you think? You think he's gonna get there? No, I'm not gonna throw your ball. God damn it, useless dog. Anyway, <laughs> oh, it looks like he overshot that one. Oh, he's in the bunker on the other side. God, he is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I just want a mystery science theater. You, yeah, playing golf, but with a golf. Soft voice the entire time. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then you just hear me behind you just. Ha ha ha. Nobody's going to hear the golf clap, but I'm golf clapping. Just very yeah. soft. Oh, well done. Well done. Or I'll do the old, I'll yell mashed potatoes for you on a big drive. <laughs> <laughs> mashed potatoes. Such a good, such a good clip. Uh. Um. The only other crazy thing is I, I'm dipping my toes in the keyboard world. Um, I kind of did it ass backwards, though, where I was, like, browsing Reddit a couple months ago and, like, some a, a company on the keyboard subreddit, mechanical keyboard subreddit, was running, like, a thing where they were like, oh, you know, this keyboard for $25 for, like, we're only doing we're, the order. The only order is only just for, like, the, Just the board, right, you're talking. It was case... Uh, Case, PCB, top plate, like, basically everything you needed besides for keys and keycap. Okay, came with switches. Yeah, it's basically a bare bones kit. So you need you need switches and you need keycaps. Switches and keycaps. Yeah. Okay. And they're hot swap. Hot swap sockets. Keys, yeah, so. Okay. so I ordered that, and that showed up randomly, and I was like, I forgot I bought this. <laughs> and so... Oh, hey, look, a project. I was like, oh, it'd be cool to do like a, just like a budget mechanical keyboard thing. So like I started like rabbit hole. Yeah, I rabbit hole and I literally did the exact opposite. <laughs> I bought I was like, oh, I'm going to make holy pandas because like that's like, you know, one of those holy like pandas are. Yeah. So I I ordered I ordered Halo Trues and I ordered uh, Yawk Trash Pandas so I can have holy trash pandas. I like and, I like that you did everything that 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 subreddit threatens. Yeah, and like warns people not to do. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna do a budget one. And uh, anybody seen that thousand dollars I had? Yeah. <laughs> so I ordered those. So I got and if if you're not a like if you don't like dabble in this shit every once in a while like you know people like Nate and I do where we get lost in rabbit holes and become like you know learn all this random stupid shit. I age years in rabbit holes. Yeah, it's amazing. These key these switches require two separate switches, and you make a Frankenstein switch out of them. So you're basically throwing money away, like you, yeah. And it's just like you're chasing the dragon situation. You never catch that dragon. Yeah, exactly. And then I ordered some keycaps. On they were on clearance, but obviously they were still stupid. But uh, so I'm waiting for lube to come in. Really expensive lube, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so. We'll see. I mean, really expensive as in like relative. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it was five milliliters and it was like $13. You know, it's like, yeah, 
it's just we'll see we'll see how it turns out what have you been up to uh just uh just with the kids in the street called the huge uh sports watching game playing good place to be yeah play some show play some wow play some fifa play some battlefield gonna play some far cry this weekend it's a three-day weekend watching league of legends worlds i got a lot of watching to do and a lot of playing to do and i don't plan on doing shit all besides those so so next week you're gonna have a lot to report on yeah or i'm gonna be dead oh just exhausted from doing so much of nothing except enjoying myself that i'll have died of euphoria all right awesome (laughs) (laughs) if you're happy about it then that's all that matters uh no i mean that's really been it uh my gym equipment stuff that i wanted came in today nice so that's gonna get set up tomorrow so i can actually do go back to i'm gonna do a workout tomorrow and then one monday and go back get back into my routine finally got here i don't know when i was gonna get here but mm. showed up and then i was like yeah i'm not putting that together today put that together tomorrow because i don't know how long it's gonna take me and i know you're on your way so through the uh, monkey wrench proverbial monkey wrench in the plans it wouldn't have mattered because I'm going to want to set it up and I want to set it up. I'm going to want to work out on it just to see how it is. So it's like, yeah, it just makes sense to have more time tomorrow to do the whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, then we'll see you guys in seven days. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.